welcome to Mansplainer. This is Patty. This is Spencer. I have a cold, and it's Spencer's birthday. So, hey. happy birthday, Spencer. Thank you. Yeah. So, first order of business, we have some follow-up from the last episode. The primary author on the research paper that we spent a lot of time on has responded. And I am vindicated. She has said that comparing the ant sleep behavior of the queens who cuddle up and then split apart is analogous to cats and cat behavior. So I'm taking that as a win. That's fantastic. All right. So in any event, so it's fall and that means that the extreme number of sports tweets in my feed are going to transition (laughs) from my least favorite sport, which is baseball, to my probably second least favorite sport, which is basketball. But, um, you know why I don't like baseball, right? We've talked about this. Aside from the fact that it's boring. We have... And I'll I'll try to give the short version of it. The short version is, you were forced into it and didn't do well because you were forced into it and now you hate it. Kind of, right? Little League, I think most children are forced to participate in Little League at one point. I was small enough that it was when the teens still have boys and girls on them. So uh, I was the only girl on my team. I was also the only left-hander on my team, and no one had ever taught me about baseball before I got on this team, whereas everyone else on my team had either played catch, at least, with a sibling or a parent. Um, And you know what is really interesting? I think that that is my problem with most sports and gym activities. It's kind of like running, right? Like, I never thought that I could ever run because in gym class for the presidential fitness test, you were expected to just run a mile and no one ever took the time to teach me how to run. Likewise, no one taught me how to play baseball. For example, that you don't carry the bat with you when you run after you hit the ball. I mean, throwing it seems dangerous. So why would you throw it? But apparently you throw it. You don't take it with you. So, That's a very good point, and I'm thinking about it, and, like, baseball has been around for, depending on how you count baseball, like, 150 years. The thing is, like, jogging wasn't a thing people did for fun until, like, the 70s. Oh, no one does it for fun. No one, okay, no one does it for fun. (laughs) But jogging wasn't a thing for exercise until the 70s, so you'd think people would teach you how to run but you're right in my gym class experience it was just go run yeah we haven't done any running all year but now you got a time if you're someone who has undiagnosed asthma um you could see that how that would be hard also i was just not a physically active kid and i think you know that's why no one really taught me anything about baseball right it wasn't just that i wasn't active as a child none of my siblings were athletic by the time i was cognizant enough to be on a sports team I will say that I think one of my brothers played soccer when he was really little, and 
one of my sisters was like a popcorn or cheerleader at one point. And my oldest sister, now this, here's the rub, right? But she's 15 years older than me. So this was done by the time I was aware. She played softball and she played softball really well. I actually think she was a catcher and I think they went to States. I'm not entirely sure, but I remember there being a lot of talk about Debbie being very good at softball. And my mom grew up in South Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which is where we lived when I was forced into Little League. Um, and I don't know if you know what South Williamsport, Pennsylvania is. If you are super into Little League or baseball, you will probably know that it is the home of the Little League World Series. So baseball wasn't fun there, right? So yeah. even though I was a really tiny kid, you know, these were the first... The first teams that kids that ostensibly would go that would go on to pay, play really competitive ball were on, so there was nothing fun about it for me. So I spent a lot of time in the outfield, kind of like Lucy picking flowers, watching butterflies, watching the clouds change shape, you know, with my little Velcro sneakers because I was also the only left-handed person in my family, and you know, I figure I had to teach me to tie my shoes, so. <laughs> The babysitter like, told me it all worked out. <laughs> I can tie I, my shoes. <laughs> I think it is wildly unfair <laughs> that anyone expected you to play sports when they never bothered to teach you how to tie your shoes. <laughs> they were what? Here, listen, Velcro shoes were very in then, at the very least, right? I mean, this is 1983, 1984, right? I think they were pink. They were pumas. No, they were ruse. Because they had that little zipper pocket on the side. You are too young for any of this. They were very cool. I think I, you can still get them. I looked them up not that long ago. I saw them on an episode of Psych. Oh, yeah. I, my mother also, I actually think last year for his birthday, or maybe it was Christmas, sent her him her favorite photo of me, which is that Little League photo, where I'm missing both of my front teeth. And... If he was a more organized person, he would be able to find that and would put it on the website. I don't think he can. You're very lucky. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. If I remember right. The question. We were watching, rather, re-watching one of our favorite shows, which uh, is yeah. My Boys. Right. Her name is PJ. She lives in Chicago. She's a writer. My initials are PJ. I lived outside of Chicago. I'm also a writer. Granted, she's a sports writer. And this yes. show is the closest you've ever come to actually liking baseball. It's true, because they're all very invested. Although I will say this, the entire state of Illinois is very invested. And in the first <laughs> episode of the show, there's a thing where the new guy to the group is joining the main cast's softball team and PJ is like the manager and she's in charge and they're teasing each other back and forth and she puts him ninth in the batting order which because is last he's cute. he is cute <laughs> she puts him last in the batting order and he's like come on you can't take a little teasing you're put you're batting me ninth and she goes no I'm batting you ninth because you might suck <laughs> and the question becomes, what's the deal with batting order? How does yeah. it work? 
why is what? I have a lot of questions about batting order, because I also was under the false impression, actually, that pitchers don't bat, which you, I think, informed me is not right. Right. Pitchers bat. Largely, yes. Or do they put them at the end of the batting order? What? Oh, my God. And does the batting order... Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Should you start, or should I ask this now? Go ahead and ask okay. it now, and I'll forget so, it later. Okay. <laughs> nice. How many players are on a baseball team? On the field, during a game, nine. Okay, I was going to guess 16, but all right. <laughs> okay. You might have, like, a full bench with oh. many, many more, okay. but you have nine that play. So you have nine oh. batters, nine fielders. Okay. What? They're all the same. Okay. So it's the same nine batters, same nine fielders. But if you have someone come out of the game, like if you have a relief pitcher take the place of a pitcher later in the game, that person is also replacing them in the batting order. Should we get into this after I go over the basics? Well, maybe, but I guess my question was, so you have these nine people, and it's your turn to not be on the field. It's your turn to do the batting. Right. And let's say... You're not great. Or I don't really know how baseball works. Let's face it. I know that the games take a very long time, and that is part of why I have no patience for it. Let's say you get through four of those people, Mm -hmm. and then you've got all your strikes, and you have to switch, which is three, right? If you get three people out, you have to switch. Yep. Three outs. Um, And then you get their outs, and you switch back. Do you start back at the beginning? Nope. You pick up your place. So you can only game the system so far. Right. So uh, the... I... And only those nine people. Yeah. Correct. Not Ish. It, it, I'll get into the ish-ish part okay. in a minute. But um, there isn't a super lot interesting about this. I, Wikipedia is the only place that actually is easily... <laughs> Oh, we're going to get hate mail. It's our second from, episode. From our friends. <laughs> we're going to get hate episode. mail from our friends. If it helps, I support that other people really enjoy baseball. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. But go on, explain this. Okay. Me. There isn't, like, a lot of easily accessible batting strategy that's particularly available. There's a lot of weird batting order stuff that's available and out there in terms of on deck and what you need to do on deck and all kinds of weird stuff. And there are rules for different leagues. Like there's the uh, there's professional baseball, but there are also a lot of really well-regarded like softball leagues and um, other baseball leagues that aren't like AAA ball or professional ball that have slightly different rules and all of that super minutia that doesn't really come up. The general way that batting order works is essentially every team pretty much lines it up so that in the beginning of the game they have their strategy set out and when they run out of that it's just hoping to hit a good cycle. So the first batter, the first person up, is usually the person with the best on-base percentage. 
which is one of the 10,000 stats that also bore you to tears. Does that mean they're the most likely to get onto base? Yes. Okay. So pretty self-explanatory. So basically, you just want people on the bases so that you can try to get mm-hmm. runs. So the first person has a good chance of getting on the base because they're a good hitter, not necessarily for not necessarily for uh, long drives, home runs, that kind of thing, but for getting the ball out there enough that they can get on a base. Okay. Second person is usually the person with the best bat control, which means they're, again, a really good hitter, but they can pick where the ball goes pretty well when they're hitting. Okay. And that's so that they can either bunt or ground it or drive it so that the person who hopefully has already gotten on base can progress further around the bases to try to get a run. The third person to bat is usually just the best hitter overall um, so that they can, you know, if they're the best hitter overall, their chances of doing, of batting doubles or triples or home runs goes up. Try to stay awake. (laughs) People people can't see that your eyes just drooped and you shook your head. I'm very sick, but this is also very boring. Yeah, well, okay. So third person is usually the best hitter to try to bring in runs and drive more people around bases. Oh my god, is there a reason each of these nine people is in the position they're in? It it shortens up real quick. Okay. So so after that person, the fourth person, is usually the best long-distance hitter, and this is to really drive runs. Long-distance means Hmm. more people have a chance to run the bases. Right. And then fifth person... hopefully at that point, the bases would be loaded. Yeah. Right, because you've had three people hit, and ostensibly, hopefully, they're on three bases. So you're trying to bring at least one of them. Right. Air quotes, home. Right. Then fifth person is your second long distance, your second best long distance hitter, the same idea. And then after that, it's essentially whoever can get you RBIs, which are runs batted in, which means when they're up to bat, after they hit, someone makes it across home. Anybody understand that sexual metaphor with the bases? Does anybody actually? Everyone makes up their own. Everyone makes up their own. Okay. And then, so you have, we just went one, two, three, four, five, then it's RBI, RBI, and then your crappy hitters. So your hitters who can try to get people across the plate. Runs batted in. That's what that means? Yes. Alright. It's it's I have never heard the acronym said out loud. It's like an assist would be in any other sport. Huh. Okay. And then the the bottom positions, like seven, eight, nine, are your crappy hitters. <laughs> so your pitchers. Because pitchers oh. are notoriously garbage hitters. Well, because they're really good at making it so other people can't hit, right? They serve another purpose. Yeah. And whenever... So I got most of this information from my dad because he was a sports photographer. Well, he was a photographer for a local paper for 
20, wow, 20 years? <laughs> Holy cow. And when I was growing up, we would watch baseball games together on a 13-inch black and white TV. Right? He knows baseball. He's been around baseball for a long time. He watches baseball. He knows He knows the stuff. And... It's not rocket science. Yeah. And my argument since growing up was always, you'd think pitchers would be really good because they knew all the ins and outs of pitching. But do they work out differently, maybe? They focus on different muscle groups? Yeah. It's, hmm. it's kind of like their skill is so specialized they spend so much time pitching that's really interesting it's kind of like medicine right yeah ah. so they're a specialist they're like not a gp you, yeah and why you don't want to ask your general practitioner about diet issues you need to go to a dietitian not a nutritionist not a nutritionist a, a dietitian. dietitian go on <laughs> okay so that's the gist of it and that's that's the general strategy Overall, and you load this all up in the beginning because that's in the first inning when you have these people come out, that's the time you have the most control over who's up, when, and what they're doing. So you set this out early so that you can try to actually get the runs and let the strategy play out hmm. okay. as soon as possible. I have no idea what the average score of a baseball game is. Like, how many points do teams usually get? It, is it a high-scoring game? It's a very low-scoring game, typically. Um, not as low as hockey, though. Not as low, but a lot of closer, scores. Closer to hockey than basketball. Very much so. <laughs> the outs work such that if you get your first three batters out, like you get swept in the first inning, when it's your turn to bat in the second inning, you're starting your fourth batter, and you continue from there. Okay. If you skip a batter in the order, it's a problem. And there are actually rules about counting that as an out and other stuff, depending. Yeah. So don't mess that up. Managers are required to give the opposing team their batting order as well as the umpire their batting order before the game. So everybody knows who's batting before the game in what order. Is it the same time, though? Like, exchanging hostages? It's just before So you can't game. see the other team's lineup and then rig yours? Yes, but it's also... Oh, would that, be, that would never mind. That would matter. <laughs> it also isn't particularly valuable. Yeah. Because there are so many games in a season, and everybody pretty yeah. much has a decent idea of how everybody else's teams are doing when yeah, you're at... Good. Like a professional lover? Twitter Twitter would seem to indicate that there are a lot of games. So many. They're... Still going right now. Is that it? Well, I'm... Is that all I need to know? That's probably even more than you need to know, okay. honestly. The... <sighs> I am still hung up on the fact that no one taught you to tie your shoelaces in your family. They... Oh, well, not my family. She was a family friend, though, the woman that babysat me, and she was left-handed. Again, how did they ever expect you to play baseball if they didn't even teach you to tie your shoes? Well, you don't have to be able to tie your shoes to play baseball, I don't think. Yeah, but if they're not going to teach you, like, if they're not going to play catch with you or whatever, throwing you on a team. Like, I played, like, on a rec league with the city when I was little. Oh, no. Okay. Do you want to feel better? <laughs> no. 
Don't tell me this. <laughs> it's okay. So, my first season playing, I was an outfielder. Hey. And I was very young. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I learned, like, they actually taught us the basic mechanics of throwing. Well, see, and stuff like that. that. Like, they went over that in detail for everybody. How to, how to throw, how to bat, that kind of stuff. How to catch. You don't have to tell me. Did you get hit by a ball? No. Did you hit somebody with a ball? It's more embarrassing. Did you fall asleep? No. Oh. I... Just sit down in the grass and hang out, because that's what I did. It's more embarrassing. Oh. I tried to... <gasps> Did you roll down a hill? No, we played on it. It was flat. Oh, all right. <laughs> I tried to play like four positions simultaneously because I just wanted possible. to play. All right. It's not. It went very badly. I only did it once because I got heckled a lot by parents. Uh, what? And the coach was also like, eh, don't do that after the inning was over. I don't think that parents should heckle children. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they don't, and that's why we don't have children. Because I can't guarantee I wouldn't do it, but I don't think it's right. Think think about every sitcom you've ever seen where parents are at a Little League baseball game. There are rules against that now. It's no longer the 80s. But even in... Oh my god, that was the... Oh my god. (laughs) Like, every single sitcom. And the thing is, it's based on real yeah when when i was better when i was much better when i was playing catcher so i transitioned from outfielder to catcher between fifth and sixth grade because what i discovered is i was no longer really a righty i couldn't throw right-handed as well as i could throw left-handed but i also couldn't catch with my right i was still really good at catching with my left so i'd throw and catch with my left hand which isn't great for speed you know when you're trying to field yeah so i got moved to catcher because i didn't have to be quite as good throwing from that position and i was good at catching and i was playing and the problem with being a catcher is that you're real close to all the parent heckling so even though i was actually a much better player at that point I got heckled way worse because they could yell at me much better. I was right there. That's terrible. There's a reason I didn't play after sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I didn't want to have to learn how to throw better with my right hand. I was fine. So thank you for explaining that to me. You're very welcome. Thank you usually happen that they get through the nine people more than once? Yes. Okay. Good point. So, they cycle however many times they get through. Like, if they're having a really good batting inning, Mm -hmm. if, like, your team is having a really good batting inning, you can go through your people as many times until you get three outs. So if, if the team you're playing against is terrible and you're really good... And they're just not getting you out. You can just keep playing and playing and playing and playing. Not a lot at the pro level. 
slaughter rule, though, right? That's like a thing for Little League. Yeah, because if you get 27 points in one inning, that means you batted everybody at least three times. Oh. And they all made it through. That's sad. Yeah. And if you can't get them out and they've gone all through at least three times and made it across, you aren't coming back from that. So. That's all right. But. Baseball's not for everyone. It is not for everyone. Substitutions. Oh. We sort of talked about that a little bit. But. Substitutions are, at any point in the game, you can have a player substituted for that position. Typically, relief pitchers, because, again, highly specialized, throwing a ball. Their arms get tired. Real hard, real fast. Their arms tire out. And just to prevent them from injury, because if they overuse it, mm-hmm. they're Did putting themselves at real a risk. a huge problem with high school athletes now? With the amount of training that they do, they wind up damaging their shoulders before they ever get to college sports. Yeah. I spend a lot of time with orthopedic surgeons. I don't... I am not a parent. But I will just say this. Kids need to have fun. And if someone is playing enough baseball that they are hurting themselves... They're probably not having fun playing anymore if they are 16 years old. Yeah. So just keep that in mind, right? It's everything in moderation, and kids should be kids, and 16-year-olds shouldn't be under that kind of pressure. But that's, yeah. that's my two cents as not having children, my, just observing human nature. <laughs> my parents were pretty great. They wanted to make sure I had fun. My mom's rule for summer was I either play a sport or I go to school and I played a sport for six years and it was baseball because that was the summer sport. Right. And after sixth grade, I went to school and I took extra classes that were uh, required classes to get them out of the way so I could do more electives in the school year. So two things that are wild to me. First of all, that they would have you playing baseball outside in the summer in Arizona. That feels abusive. It actually didn't feel that bad because I didn't know any better. Mm. But, I mean, it wasn't great. We had to make sure we stayed hydrated. But it really wasn't terrible when I was little. If I had been playing high school baseball, I would have been miserable. And I had I had a friend who was a pitcher on the on the high school baseball team, and I don't know how he did it. He was good. Um, and so the second gonna, the uh, second thing to me is growing up in a totally different region of the United States and in a different school system. It is wild to me that you can elect to take courses during the summer at school for credit. Yeah, that is not a thing that we did here. It was not an option that was ever offered was ever offered because I was a big enough nerd that although I went to choir camp for a couple weeks every summer, I would have made time to take classes just so I could leave early. But instead I didn't even take a study hall until my senior year. So, and then I thought to myself, why didn't I do this sooner? This is enjoyable. <laughs> I took PE in the summer, the year before freshman year of high school. That was a bad choice, but I did it so I could have three electives. My freshman year. 
not. It was bad. It's so bad outside. <laughs> so, this is Mansplainer. I'm Patty. I'm Spencer. Our theme music is Drone by Chastity Belt. Thank you, Chastity Belt, for letting us use your song. And thank you to Spencer's father, Stephen King, for giving us some information about batting order. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. baseball players I could name, which weirdly translated into how many soccer player names do I know, but I think I might only know two. Wait, mm-hmm. maybe three, because I've got Pele, right? That was yeah. <laughs> David Beckham. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then Ham, female soccer Mia player. Ham? Yeah, Mia Ham. So we've got... Three. What's Three really, soccer players. Yeah, what's really sad is I didn't even think of Pele or David Beckham when you said soccer players. All I could think is me and him, Hope Solo. Isn't Hope Solo a volleyball player? No. Oh. Who are the two volleyball players, the Olympians? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty bad, right? I feel like one of them is Kate, two last names, and one of them is, I don't know. So, like, baseball. Oh, Kate Walsh hyphen something. Okay. I think. So, baseball, we've got Ty Cobb, Jose Canseco, right? Yeah. Um, Babe Ruth. Yeah. Was Baby Ruth. <laughs> Mickey Mantle? Oh, yes! That's right. Joe DiMaggio. Which I, really yeah, only, I really only know because, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> well, Marilyn Monroe. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We okay. came at that from different <laughs> angles. But <anyway, okay. laughs> we both got to the same place. Um... There's one with the last name Jeter, and I know he plays on the Yankees because a friend of mine has a cat named Jeter. Used to. He's retired now. Oh. All right. But yeah, Derek Jeter. I think that's all I know. I feel like sometimes I remember more. Usually. Is Willie Mays a baseball player? Yes! Hey, look at me. Apparently, I only know really old dudes. <laughs> and, um...